Greeting everyone, it's Jackie K from the Less Distance Pass. And before we get started on the episode, I just want to give a little disclaimer. One, a good chunk of this, the speculation part, was recorded, I believe, last, it would be May 22nd, last Saturday, before the big news drop that we just got on May 27th. I bring this up because you'll notice as you're listening to the editorial that I'm making a lot of assumptions based on the concept that we know literally nothing about GoFest because back when I recorded this, we knew literally nothing about GoFest. I'm going to sit on it a little bit, but I thought I had another week or two before we got this big news drop. And honestly, now that we got it, I lost all the motivation to really edit this podcast. So apologies if things sound a bit more rough than usual. Maybe like a little more white space. A little more breathing that's not cut out. Minor things like that. At this point I just want to get it out. After all, I spent an hour plus talking about if I include retakes in the commentary. It would be a waste not to do, do something with it. And who knows? Maybe just make for a fun before and after if I take a little time afterwards to talk about my thoughts and feelings on GoFest now that we know a lot more about it. But that's definitely going to be its own editorial. Maybe not next week if I do decide to do a Gibble Community Day speculation slash retrospective. So if not next week, then I'm pretty confident it'll be the week before because it is all recorded so by the time this is uploaded, the follow-up to this GoFest speculation should be ready to go. Again, thank you all for your time, but for right now, enjoy the show, as outdated as it may be. This is Jackie King, and welcome for another edition of the Pokemon Go Fireside Chat. With the recent announcement, by recent, probably like a couple months at this point, we got a date drop for GoFest. And now everyone's starting to talk about GoFest, so I figure if I'm going to talk about GoFest, now would be the best time to do so. GoFest 2021. Could wait until we get some more announcements about it, but the whole fun of the speculation is to try to Guess what will happen with as little knowledge as possible. I just have like a feeling that if I wait too much longer, we're going to get the details drop, and that's going to take a whole fun out this being an editorial, not just like reading off the news. I'll admit though, this kind of took me a little bit to think about. Like, when they gave us that date drop for GoFest, it's hard for me to actually think of what I would want out of one. To some degree, it feels like I've gotten everything I wanted. Or possibly could want on Pokemon Go. This was this drop happened like shortly after the announcement of Gibble Community Day. And that was like the big go to Pokemon with just enough rarity to make it worth hunting whenever it's around. But enough relevance in both PvP and the raid scene to actually be constantly worth going after. And even if you got the Hundo, even if you got the Shiny, it's still worth getting a few more to get the candies to power it up and actually use it for things. But especially today, 
I sat down and really think about it. And maybe I'll start off with some quote-unquote realistic expectations for Goldfest. But considering just like I'm in a state of I could go for practically anything and be perfectly content with it for a Goldfest, I might just go ham and get a little wild with the speculation here. We'll see. First major thing that comes to mind to speculate is the special research mythical. Because we typically get like two, or we typically get a special research that ties specifically to Goldfest. And from past history, there's always been a mythical Pokemon in particular tied to it. Like, I think the first Goldfest had Mew, second Goldfest had Celebi, third Goldfest had Jirachi, then we had, funny enough, we had the weird jump, and for Goldfest 2020, instead of getting a 4th gen mythical, we got Vincini, or Vicini, or Vicini. I feel a little tongue-tied right now, so I'm not even going to try to pronounce our V-Victory friend here. Then again, at the time, I think Gen 5 was pretty new, so maybe that's why they jumped right to it. But it also kind of makes me think they can go in two different directions, because as of 2021, they have released Gen 5. Gen 6, the Kalos region. So my first thought is that we'd actually be getting a mythical of one of those Gen 5 Pokemon. Or, excuse me, Gen 6 Pokemon. Though, now I come to the realization that we did kind of skip over Gen 4. Does make me feel more open to possibility of us getting a Gen 4 mythical. And it kind of like makes a lot of the speculation people have had of either like Manaphy slash Final or Shaman being a thing. But we can talk more about that after I like go with my first gut feeling. If I were to pick between the two, I would actually lean more towards a Gen 6 mythical, mostly because Kalos is what's new and fresh currently, even though there's still like some Gen 5 that we haven't had released. On top of that, there's actually a mythical that could tie in directly to another new feature that we've gotten since the last Goldfest that I wouldn't be surprised that they want to capitalize on. Mega Evolutions. A major thing with Mega Evolutions is that it was often a way to like Breathe new life into old Pokemon. <coughs> Specifically a lot of the Cantle favorites. But we're focusing on the good of Mega, not the bad. There was, to the point where there was only one brand new Kalos Pokemon that actually got a Mega Evolution. And it just so happens to be a Mythical as well. And that's the Ansi. So I think I'm actually going to go that route with my big pick. Because not only would it be a new Mythical... And they would typically like to do one Goldfest mythical per event. It also would tie directly into the Mega Evolution event. And because it's a mythical, they could work it in a way where you would get the Mega Energy for it going through the special research. And the special research would end with actually getting the Deontes. And at that point, you would have the Mega Energy to Mega Evolve it. And the fact that it would you would have no energy... The Mega Energy issue wouldn't be so much of a thing because one, you would have the Mega Energy to evolve at once, and since you would only have one Deontay, you'd be able to just, you wouldn't be able to like accidentally transfer it, or there wouldn't be any complications that would keep you from being able to walk that Deontay if you were desperately wanting more Mega Energy. A big factor that I could see preventing this from being the case is Mega Evolutions are still pretty new. 
we have yet to get a single Mega Legendary into the game, and they may want to hold off on a big gun like that until we've gotten a few more of the Mega Evolutions of non-Legendary Pokemon into the mix, so that they don't get immediately outshined by the objectively better Pokemon to use. I mean, Deoxy is a Fairy Rock type. We did at least get like Mega Altaria into the game already, so it wouldn't be completely out of the way, but we also don't have any Mega Rock types into the game. But again, that's just my first thought on this wild speculation train. If we were to backtrack to Gen 4, I guess like Manfuse, Pyogenome is the safe way to do it, and plus, if they want, because GoFest has been two days ever since it became a global event, they could split. They could split them between the two days. But considering that we've yet to have GoFest, not even with GoFest 2020, did they give us two mythicals in one go in a single GoFest? Despite that also being in a two-day format, I imagine they would want to just like stick to one. But considering the kind of weird thing with Final, with it technically being a baby form of Manaphy, and the two being tied so close together, I can see how if they want to make an exception, this would be the time to make that exception. That said, I want to like go the opposite route, like go something pretty crazy. And that would be either on top of, or instead of giving us a mythical Pokemon in GoFest Research, I can't believe I'm saying this, that this would be the year that they release Arceus. As far as I'm concerned, the prerequisite, the things that we need before actually being able to put Arceus into the game are there. There's been rumors through the data mines that in the game's code that form changes are implemented into the game. And I think that's a big obstacle with getting Arceus into this game with it having so many forms. And while they could make us ready for each one with how many forms there are of Arceus compared to other legendaries and mythicals that have multiple forms, it'd be unrealistic. So having a form change system could be a good alternative. And it would definitely generate the GoFest levels of hype to just make it like a raid boss for the entirety of GoFest. Plus with like an all-day event like GoFest, I guess if they wanted to throw in multiple forms in the race themselves and make things real crazy, they could do that. But with the form change allegedly being in the background, they could just give us one Arceus and like give us tools maybe through the special research to get the other forms of Arceus if we so please. And I guess with just bringing up Arceus, I kind of accidentally covered my raid boss speculation on top of the feature mythical. But if they don't do the Arceus route, it's kind of hard for me to think of what I actually would want. Like, last GoFest we got Groudon and Kyogre day one, and then Dialgo and Palkia day two, and that's... I can't actually think of legendary Pokemon right now. That would be too much more hype than that. At least that would come together, like... Because you could technically like do Landorus, because it's technically a slightly better of a legendary than Groudon. But the other Thunderous is, I guess, better, but not as hype as Landorus. And Tornadus is just Tornadus and not even worth mentioning. Point being, I think like Groudon and Kyogre have a nice blend between good shiny, ideal for battling, 
both in the PvP and the PvE, aka rating format, and just an overall like fan favorite, not just to Pokemon Go players, but to the Pokemon community as a whole. Similar thing could be said about Dialga and Palkia, especially since we got the announcement for the Gen 4 remakes on the horizon. This could be a good way to hype it up. And on top of that, unlike with Groudon and Kyogre where we've had the Shinies forever, they're real, despite the fact of how long these Gen 4 legendaries were introduced into the raid system, we have yet to get the Shinies for it. Like, Golfus was like the second or third time Dialga and Palkia were in there, but the shiny forms were still not released. That's actually kind of incredible. Usually when they re-release a legendary, that's when they pull the shiny switch. Because they know that just like, it's hard to get a Pokemon, get hype for a Pokemon that we've already gone after if the shiny form's not available. And they know they can usually get away with like releasing the Pokemon without the shiny form the first time around, so they save that ace in their hands for the second round came out. Point being, they didn't do that with Dialga and Palkia. And honestly, like, if they're gonna bring them back, I can understand some people being disappointed about GoFest 2021 being so similar to GoFest 2020, but introducing the shiny forms of Dialga and Palkia could be a way to spice it up. And it's just so hard to actually think of legendary Pokemon to have a good blend between, like, popularity in the general Pokemon community, as well as value the Pokemon Go players. To hunt for. Like, I actually would feel underwhelmed if it was the legendary birds with them coming back again for the Kanto tour. And as much as, like, I like Raikou, it'd be underwhelming for the legendary beast to come back for GoFest 2021, because they've mostly all gotten outclassed by stronger legendaries. I guess, that, that being said, I guess Zekrom and Reshram are both top of their class when it comes to their typing in raids. And a lot of that transitions over to Master League meta. So I guess that's an option too. And yeah, the Shiny Forms haven't been released. So I guess they don't want to repeat GoFest 2021. And they don't want to go with that Arceus idea. I guess bringing Zekrom and Z Rushrum would be a good way to go about it. Plus, they could do Rushrum on day one, Zekrom on day two. Making it really easy for people to like hunt one or the other. But it's just two legendary, so even if they do them, even if they do have them both on the same day, it wouldn't be so bad either. And yeah, the Shiny Forms been, haven't been released yet. Candy XL is a thing, and I don't think that was a thing in GoFest 2020. Another reason why I'm not at, wouldn't be as upset about them doing the legendaries again for GoFest 2020, because they were good legendaries to hunt for, and now we have Candy XL to go after. So, Groudon Kyogre would be my top pick. Dialga and Palkia, especially if they released a shiny form this time, would probably be my second pick. Zekrom versus Reshram would be my quote-unquote realistic pick, but they also would be like a third or second pick as well, because I, I didn't get to raid them too hard the first time they came around, and they are technically one of the best fires and electric types respectfully. So I wouldn't mind going after them this time around. And for all crazy ideas out there, I just got this idea in the back of my head, and it's probably going to be overkill depend considering how accessible Melton currently is in Pokemon Go. But I was thinking like it might be funny if like Melton would just like some actual Melton just appeared in the spawn pool 
for even a short period of time. One, like people that are too stubborn to set up Pokemon Home compatibility would actually be able to finally get male tenant family. Especially like if you somehow ignore their, the special research way back that tied into Meltan as well. This could be a way to do it without worrying about the box. But I feel like that wouldn't go over too well. Because Meltan's been so accessible that anyone that plays Pokemon Go that actually wants Meltan or Melmetal not only has it, but has one maxed out already. That's how accessible Meltan is. Especially getting Candy XL for that family. Ever since they made the updates, they made it easier to get Candy XL specifically for Legendary and Mythical Pokemon. But I mean, like, it gave me a little giggle. Especially if it's, like, only for, like, one hour of the whole GoFest event or something. Plus, Melton is one of those Pokemon that they, like, turn the on and off switch for the shiny form. So, I mean, like, they could, like, get all players excited for it by turning the shiny switch back on for Melton just during that GoFest time frame. Not something I would actually want, but just a thought that I just couldn't get out of my head. Man, all that speculation, I'm only just now getting into the non-legendaries for the event. And this is actually the hard part, because just, like I was saying before, it feels like I have everything I want from Pokemon Go already, like, from my either previous events or that. Plus, like, I don't, like, the few things I don't have, I've stopped caring for. A while back, like, maybe a couple years ago, I realized, like, it's not worth even trying to Pokedex hunt, let alone... Shiny Pokedex hunt for things of Pokemon Go. You just cost yourself unnecessary stress. Especially because everything comes around eventually. Only thing I don't... That hasn't come around yet to give us confirmation is Galarian Mr. Mime. We'll come back to that though. That's... Especially now that I said it out loud. That's... In my thoughts. Remember, I said we can go all crazy out. Considering just how little I actually have realistic expectations, and how pretty much I'd be content with anything. But I got tangented. I was talking about, like, what could they bring into the typical GoFest spawns? Because technically it hasn't been confirmed, but the silence basically confirms at this point that it's going to be a global event and not in person this year. So it would be a fair, at least a safe assumption, to assume that it'll play out similarly to last year, where day one they have spawns or they have like every couple hours or so focused around the theme to semi simulate going into specific areas of GoFest. So I'm not really feeling creative enough to actually speculate on the themes, but I can at least list out Pokemon that I, the more I think about the more perfect I think it would be for them to actually pop up for GoFest. First and foremost on my mind, Galarian Darimaka. One, we got Darimaka last year. But, so it wouldn't be, so I can see why they wouldn't want to bring it back again this year. However, Galarian Darimaka has kind of replaced the rarity of normal Darimaka after GoFest. For one, they were tied exclusively to the 7k eggs, and with the current 7k rotation, you can't even get them out of said 7k eggs anymore. And two, they were stupid rare. Like, I don't know about everyone else's luck, but I've gotten... I have never gotten a single Glarium Dariumaka ever. Not, at least from the eggs. The only way I was able to have my own Glarium Darmanitan was trading for it. So it was lucky trade, so it was nice, and because I had the 
normal Darumaka candy from GoFest, I was able to power, evolve it, power it up, and actually use it every now and then. But that only emphasized my point of, I think like this would be a perfect time to unleash the veil of Galarian Darumaka. It's an incredibly good ice type for raiding, in the same way that Darumaka, the normal form, or the Unova form, was as a fire type. And on the tangent of getting Galarian forms out of the 7k eggs and into Goldfest, I think this would be a perfect time to bring out Galarian Zunkfist. I could see it easily playing the role that Aloha Marowak played in last year's Goldfest, a Pokemon that previously never existed outside, or that existed in other forms, but never in the wild. And also has a very prominent use in PvP to get people real excited for the battle hour. Assuming they do that again, but I feel like they'd be a fool not to bring something similar to the battle hour back for GoFest 2021. Because I feel like a lot of the hardcore members of the community at the very least would definitely say that was one of the best hours of that whole GoFest. Especially because that was the hour we were able to get Gibble. But there was other things like it would be the one way to get either Zagus or Survivor, and be able to shiny hunt for them as well. And you know what, while I'm thinking about it, let's speculate on what regional they could bring. I'm, I'll just get the realistic expectation out of the way, because it's a global goal fest, so they would want to have a regional, at least one regional, that you wouldn't be able to get normally, no matter where you are in the world. So the easiest way to do it, and the way I suspect Niantic to do it, is to take a pair of regionals that are like global opposites of each other. Kind of like how Zangus was on the western hemisphere of the world. Well, no, I think like it's... Okay, yeah, West is right. Zangus is on one hemisphere, Spifer's on the other hemisphere. And they sometimes swap around, so it's easier just to say that anyways. They also did Durant that way too, though. The more I think about it, I think they did that with all of them. So like, my first thought is, let's do that with a regional that comes in a pair again, but like, first thing that comes to mind is Volbeat and Illuminis, and uh... Not sure if I'd be too excited about that, to be perfectly honest. When, when mine shiny hunting for it, actually, was there any western slash eastern hemisphere pairs that they didn't do in Goldfest 2020? I gotta double check that now. Cause the more I think about it, the more I realize they did a lot of them. Okay, I think I had to do a skim to remind myself, but th these were the Goldfest featured regionals from 2020. Zangus and Pfeiffer, that family's clear. Heatmore and Durant, yeah. Okay, that's not nearly as many as I thought, so they definitely can swap around with some other regionals. And that just gave me some ideas of some shiny Pokemon that they can use too. I feel pretty confident that Sock and Fro, the Gem 5 regionals that they divide between the two hemisphere, those are coming for Goldfest 2021. I feel confident about, the more I think about it, the more confident I get, to the point that I almost would be willing to bet money on that, and that's not really, I'm not really a betting man. Maybe they could do the Pan family as well. Pan Shan, Pan Sage, Pan Poor. Those shinies haven't been introduced either, so I guess those are also regionals they could throw around. It's just a shame that this seems like the obvious thing to do, because it's a global event. Because there's definitely, like, regional sh Pokemon that I'd be so much more excited for. I forget... I don't remember every regional off the top of my head, so before I go into what I want the regionals to be for GoFest, I just want to say that pretty much any regional pair that wasn't featured in GoFest 2020 I think is technically fair game for GoFest 2021, including ones that already have their shiny release, like Volbeat and Illumase. 
could come back for GoFest 2021 because they weren't for GoFest 2020. Soul Rock and Lunatone are another example of like regional shinies that some people might that have been around a lot, so they definitely wouldn't be the hypest, but I could see them being paired with Sulk and Fro. Again, it's a shame because there's so many regionals that I would love for them to do in GoFest, but I do acknowledge that they gotta keep in mind the factor that like if they feature one regional, like if they were to do like if they were to do a dream regional for me, like Chadot, Relicant, or even like one of those more exclusive regionals that haven't been featured in a GoFest, then it wouldn't necessarily be a matter of taking away their regional, because I feel like everything's going to come to the game eventually, but it would definitely be underwhelming to have a GoFest and not have anything, have a special regional for it, because it's your regional being featured. Like, just to pull from a more local example, if Tauros was the only regional featured in GoFest, that would definitely be underwhelming. First thought that comes to mind would be to solve this solution by featuring two regionals. Like, just as an example, and totally not because of bias, if we were to pair up Chadot and Pachiriso together, those two would cover drastically different areas of the world, to the point where everyone would be excited about at least one or the other. And just the factor that they're both Pokemon, that I, some of my favorite Pokemon that I don't have good access to because they are regionals, that's just a bonus and totally not biased. <laughs> also, looking back reminded me that we got freaking starters with the Pikachu visor in GoFest 2020. So I'm just going to throw it out there now because I feel like everyone else is going to forget it. I predict that we're going to have Jodo starters. Chikorita, Totodile, Cyndaquil. They're all going to get Pikachu visors for Pokemon 2021. I just feel like they, they started a gimmick in GoFest 2020. That just feels inevitable that they're going to continue into GoFest 2021, and jumping from Kanto to Johto would be the most logical step for that. And on the tangent of things that were from GoFest 2020 that I either predict or would like to see come back for GoFest 2021, Rotom. They did the wash form, GoFest 2020, and we haven't heard anything about it all year. Calling it now, GoFest 2021, they're going to release a new form of Rotom through this. And it's a little bit of a shame because I don't think it's going to be worth anything besides just notching off a button on that collection list. Because I was pretty hyped for Rotom Wash for PvP. But it ended up just being that. A wash. It's a real shame again because like Rotom Wash and especially Rotom Heat played very vital roles in the main series game meta. Especially like the time frames that I played them in which I believe were like Gen 6, and Rotom, I believe the Rotom Heat form, just been vital overall ever since it like stopped becoming part ghost and just became like ele either electric water, electric fire, got a dual type based on its appliance, while keeping levitate. So yeah, like, something about like Rotom's forms that are so hyped is they're part electric, but their levitate ability makes them immune to the ground type moves. So they got a lot of coverage. But maybe the lack of abilities is why they weren't so vital in Pokemon Go meta. I don't know, like, um, my hopes aren't high, but I do hope that if we get something like Road Tom Heat, they'll actually pack some heat in the PvP meta. Like, these puns are just rolling off my tongue. I'm not intending them, but I'm not apologizing for them. And considering I've already been rambling on with this half an hour longer than I thought I would, I think I'm just gonna review GoFest 2020 real quick, see if there's any, like, 
Pokemon that I wouldn't mind coming back for Goldfest 2021, and then speculate on some new shinies that they could introduce. Wouldn't mind Darimaka, even if they do the Galarian form as well, but I feel like they would only it would be redundant to have both. And I do feel confident Galarian Darimaka would be a perfect candidate for GoFest 2021, so maybe not. But I wouldn't mind seeing it come back, especially if a shiny form came out, because that's one that's unreleased. Litwin was another hype thing from GoFest 2020, but I don't know what it is. It just feels like what's time in the sun has gone, came and gone. Like, it still feels like a good fire type, but either because Darimaka's outpaced it, something else came out that outpaced it. I don't remember. I can't put my finger on exactly why, but just Litwick doesn't seem like it gets the hype like it used to. Wouldn't, wouldn't hate it, but I can think of better things for them to bring back. Alone Marowak would be cool, but like I said, I think like instead of bringing Alone Marowak back, they could bring us another PvP Pokemon that we normally wouldn't catch in a while. Like Galarian, Sunkfist. Maybe even normal Sunkfist would do the trick, but I think, but that wouldn't carry the same weight. Because I think normal Scumfist has been in the wild, like, when it's first introduced or something. Starters are coming back in some form, as much as obvious. Going through this so far, I'm not finding anything too spectacular. But I did see on the list that Cherum was a Pokemon in GoFest 2020. And that gave me an idea of something they could do to spice it up in GoFest 2021. One, it would be weird to bring it back, but I don't think a shiny form has been introduced. So they could either like do shiny, they could either do Shurubi in a while, which would be a thing in of itself because it's, oddly enough, its pre-evolved form is even more rare than the fully evolved form. So you could do shiny Shurubi in the wild and have a shiny form release. Plus you can literally save it for a sunny day because shiny, sunny form Shurubi, or should I say Sherum, is the one that's actually viable in PvP. It's not a home run runner, but it does have its niches to the point where like it'd be a cool shiny to bring and you'd actually be able to use it in battle sometimes. I see Fungus on here and that's another situation of a Pokemon that I would only really want to see come back in GoFest 2021 if they released a shiny form of it. Because again, it's a shiny that hasn't been released into the game, that'd be pretty cool to have. Feral Seed can come back, like I'm not as I about it as other people, but since GoFest 2020, its shiny form has been released, so that's a shiny Pokemon I wouldn't mind hunting form. And it does have some PvP niches. Kind of like meant to alone executor for similar reasons. Not something you see too often. Feels like we just had an event not too long ago. A couple events actually, in like the past half year. Revolt that had a lone executor's thing. But it is a shiny that I wouldn't mind hunting for in the wild. Scrolling my way to the battle habitat, like, eh, I guess Skarmory can be come back, even though I have like 20 million Skarmory shinies and don't need any more. Sableye, Sableye, like, one, hasn't had his Mega Form release, so that's the reason it's self hunt for candy. Two has some PvP niches, and it's a nice shiny, so yeah, that can come back. I guess, like, if you need to have a base dragon, you could bring back Dratini. I'm kind of, like, neutral to it. Meditate, I guess, like, it's something, like, we could always use to hunt for more candy as XL, good shiny. Feels like it's been a little bit since we've had an event featured exclusively around it. And I see, like, I might we don't have shiny skunk fist normal form in a while, but I'm gonna leave that on my wish list just so we can, like, have a better chance for Galarian skunk fist to shine. 
Gibble, uh, we'll see how Gibble Community Day turns out. I'm a little worried that, like, I'm gonna be gibbled out after Gibble Community Day, but assuming that I still need candy for it afterwards, I feel like if anything can withstand a six-hour community day and still be viable, it'd be Gibble. I'm just, I just want to reserve my judgment until after Gibble Community Day for it. And I guess they could bring back Zangos and Survivor, but I'd rather see some new regionals featured. Friendship Hour here, like, this is a personal ask. I know, like, I'm the only one who would really care for it. But it's a safe bet anyways, because, like, Eevee is a well-beloved Pokemon. Even the people outside of, play of those who play Pokemon Go. And I can see why some people not wanting it, because we're going to have an Eevee event, like, a week or so. If it hasn't already happened by the time I get this podcast up. So maybe I'll be sick by Eevee by then. But, like, always use shiny. Like, they could bring, they could bring back Flower Crown Eevee. For... Go Fest 2021 because they didn't do Flower Crown. I could finally get that stupid shiny Flower Crown Eevee that I always wanted and never have to worry about asking for a Flower Crown again. One can, one can freaking dream. Plus, it also allowed me to like, get the Candy XL hunt to finish maxing out my Umbreon at the same time, too. I think we can all assume that Pikachu's coming back for Go Fest 2021. That feels like the safest bet. In the history of Pokemon Go speculation. It's a freaking mascot after all. It's another controversial pick. I wouldn't mind seeing Muriel again. Like, I'll never be satisfied until I get a hun- get a Shundo. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm content. Like, Muriel- The Muriel field research- The Muriel research day made it so that I'm content with the number of shiny Muriels I have. But I wouldn't complain about- opportunity to get a few more. Plus, again, a very viable PvP Pokemon. One of the best in Great League meta. So that alone gives people enough reason to, like, hunt for candy for it. is a cool shiny. I, I got a couple already, so I'm not too ca- caring about it, but yeah. Shimeko! Like, on tangent of Pokemon that don't have their shiny introduced, but could be fun to bring a shiny form for, let's bring Shimeko in the mix. Even if they don't decide to bring the shiny form out for it, it'd still be a nice thing to hunt for because it's worth extra stardust. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah! That just gave me an idea of something that I really want to see in GoFest 2021. <laughs> Again, something only I would want to see. Freaking Audino. Like, I'm the only person that probably cares about Mega Audino because it's gonna be trash. It's gonna be one of the worst Mega Evolutions in the game. I can, I'm calling it already. But I do have like a soft spot for Audino. So I would like to try to get enough candy to max one out for the Mega form, if only because of that. But they, like, are so rare that I don't even have enough candy to power one up to level 40, let alone level 50 yet. Let's just get Audino out of the way. You can even release the shiny form for it to make it exciting, because I don't think that shiny form's out yet. It's a hype Pokemon, because again, like Shimanical, it's worth extra stardust. And then adding shiny form to it would make everyone care for it. So yeah, let's bring that in the picture. Also, going to safe bets, only under Pikachu itself. We can all agree that Unknown is coming back for GoFest 2021. And they're going to have the Shiny Unknowns, because that's like the only time that they release the Shiny forms anymore. Which I'm okay with, but that's a discussion in and of itself. As for which Unknowns they release, I can't think of something that would fit a Universal theme. We just don't... That's something we're not going to be able to predict until they, like, announce more detail about the event, and by that point, they'll just tell us what it is. 
because the only thing we can guess without any spec prior any not extra knowledge is go because it's go fest. But that's what they did last year, and I feel like they don't want to repeat the same exact unknowns. Give us something slightly different to get from them. But I can tell you right now, they're going to have a theme, like, with Jirachi's Go Fest. The theme was, like, waking up Jirachi, so Go Fest was the unknowns for that Go Fest. Basically spelled out, wake up, or something like that. Maybe they could do either the explanation point or question mark unknown. That's, like, the only form I can guess without any extra information. Because it would be just like the next general step from G.O. itself. Trying to figure out what Pokemon beyond that I would want to see featured in GoFest 2021. One, I know they're going to do a Mega from some form. So if the Deontay idea doesn't pull through, what could they do? Maybe this could be the way that they sneak a regional in. And like we're dancing around the idea of just making the Gen 2 regionals pop main, like more common and get outside the region more often, because we've been, like, recycling the Kanto regionals for at least three years now. I think it's time to go through Johto. What I'm saying is that this would be, if they're going to release a Mega, they could kill two birds with one stone to really bring out the hype and bring us Mega Heracross. I don't even think we really got too many bug options. We definitely don't have any fighting options for the Mega scene, so that would be hype in of itself because of that. Plus, it would be, like, a way to get people to get the regionals for Heracross. It would release a new shiny, and be because it would be a regional, for, for most people, they only be able to get it from GoFest, so that would really, like, drive people to hunt the Mega Raids. And it would be a cool Mega to have. Tarantar could also be an option. It make, for one, it make the Tarantar family relevant again. Honestly, like, I have, Tarantar got outpaced as a Dark-type Pokemon a while back, and Rhyhorn Community kind of put the nail in the coffin of it being one of the best of the best Rock-types. Like, it's still quote, a good quote-unquote budget option, Triantar is, but it doesn't have the same hype that it used to have. Releasing the Mega Form could be a good way to reintroduce this. We have a few Dark-types in the game, but I don't think we got any Rock-type. Like I said before with Deontay, we don't have any Rock Megas yet, and Triantar is just an overall fan favorite. So for generating Golfest hype, that would be a good option too. If we want to go real crazy, we could do Mega Rayquaza, but again, I feel, like I was saying with Deontay, I could see them wanting to hold off on Legendary Megas for another year or two, just so the normal Pokemon that have Mega Form can get a chance to shine before they can get completely outclassed by Legendary Pokemon that share a type with them. Overall, I think we're going to see a lot more focus on Johto and Hoenn this year, because we just had the Kanto Tour, which not only released any unreleased Kanto Shinies, but featured a lot of Kanto Pokemon, gave us a lot of opportunity to get candies for those Kanto Pokemon, and while like it wouldn't be a complete waste for some of the best of the best of Kanto, because I don't think Candy XL was introduced at that time frame, I can see for just generating hype, they want to focus on things beyond the Kanto Tour. Uh, give me a moment while I'm like scrolling, for, trying to get other ideas for unreleased shinies. Like apparently, Fanfi's not in the game yet. I don't know why that sticks out in my mind. It's like a cool thing. Maybe just my own personal affinity with Fanfi. That might be like a cool new shiny to release. Maybe they could bring back Toadette because like that family has some niches for PvP and like sometimes it's a fairy type attacker. We, I think we don't have Shiny Ladybug Lady on yet? 
trying. I'm trying to think of Jodo Pokemon we don't have in the game yet that would actually be cool shinies as well. Maybe they can release no, Shiny Numble just to get us ready for when Mega Canberra comes into play so they don't have to like waste a brand new Shiny on introducing a Mega Evolution later on down the line. Like, the, so they could double dip on the Pokemon. What I'm saying. Hmm. Cast form. We could... If it wasn't for the fact that they always released the raining form in a separate event, and that, that gave me the impression that they want to space out the shining forms for sunny and icy cast form for weather-specific events, I would say just let the floodgates loose on cast form on all the forms. I, I wouldn't mind it, I just don't think it's going to happen. Maybe they could have a spooky hour and, like, f feature Duskull and Shuppet again. Like, Shuppet be useful for the Mega when it eventually comes out. Duskull just has a cool shiny. I mean, that's all I can really go for in the Hoenn area. I'm just scrolling over to Sinnoh now. You know what? Actually, what am I doing? They're definitely, with like, unless they want like half a specific event, and I guess they could do both. Something my gut tells me that they would want to focus a lot on Sinnoh with like Diamond and Pearl being a thing. Maybe it's, maybe it'd be too soon. Maybe it'd be better way until like closer to release of those games. But you know what? Like, I wouldn't mind seeing Jinx. It's one of those Pokemon that have just been exclusive to raids and eggs forever. And I think it's time to finally let that loose on the world. If they're not going to do a community day for it, which I wouldn't blame them for not doing so, unless they like really give it somehow make Luxray a viable Pokemon, maybe just like throwing Shinx out there would this would be the time to do so. And I don't think like Combi has his shiny form released yet, so like if we want to throw a Pokemon in there that even, maybe even they don't release the, the form because of the extra Stardust, but I feel like like this wouldn't be a bad opportunity. They get shiny combi out there. Let's see, let's see. Anything else that sticks out? I already talked about regionals that I like to have, but probably wouldn't get. I w Spirit Tomb, they'll probably just save for Halloween events. So no. Oh! I'm not sure how they're go they want to handle it, because Rayolo is technically a baby Pokemon. But I wouldn't mind like seeing either Rayolo or Lucar... Lucario be out in the wild. I mean, like I said, like, it wouldn't be the first time that they did stuff that was normally exclusive to raids or eggs. But I feel like they, like, hold the hands a bit closer with legendary, with, like, baby Pokemon in particular. Like, they, they don't, there has been exceptions, but they don't break from those exceptions too often. I mean, like, Scrooby's like a fine shiny to hunt for, and technically has some great leak use, so it wouldn't be a terrible option. I already talked about Rotom, and, well, I'm just struggling to, like, find anything real cool to bring. Muna, Muna, Muna. Again, a Pokemon that I've never actually, that I don't think has a real viable PvP use, but just has sentimental value to me. The shiny form's not released, so they could do it. They could bring Muna and bring the shiny form, and that'd be a cool option of itself. And I already talked about Audino, and how badly I want that more often. It's a weird thing to come to mind, but I just think, like, 
something tells me that this is a goal fest for Rock and Lola and Family to Shine. Shining for Maureen in the game. I don't know why. Like, I can't think of a reason why they have Rock and Lola. Just something my gut tells me, bring in Rock and Lola. It'll round out one of the hours or something. No idea why, but it's the thing. Wouldn't complain about Drillbird. Like, it'd be like a... They don't even have the release to Shining for it. Like, I don't really care about them because there's other ground types, but the better ground types are usually legendary, so Drillbird's a fair budget option. So, like, if you just need, like, filler so it's not all bang-wang while, Drillbird's something fine and fair to bring. Timber kind of could... When am I seeing Timber somewhere? So, while we don't see too often, like, we just had a grass event where it was fairly featured. But it might be another one of those Pokemon that, like, doesn't really have too many uses, but might just make people happy to see. And... Crustle, actually, like... I think... Now I'm going through here, let's... While I'm talking about things that just finally, like, open the floodgates and finally, like, get more available in the game. Turugal and freaking Arctox, like, or Arkin. I have not evolved either of them yet. They're only, like, in eggs... 7k eggs sometimes, and I can't remember the last time they've been in 7k eggs. They were what were in the 7k eggs before the freaking regionals like Alone and Glaring combined took up the 7 egg pool. And those were a thing for like forever in of itself. So yeah, I'm gonna double down on this one. Let's free Arkin. Let's free Taruka. I guess they also appear rarely in the wild, but it's kind of like Axnoon. But everyone's speculating on Axnew. And so, and we're gonna have a Gibble Community Day. People are gonna like want a rare dragon hunt. I think we're sleeping on Arkin and Taruga. Let's get those out there. Yeah, like I'm just gonna not predict Axnew. Not because it's a, I wouldn't say it's a safe thing to predict. Like it's, I can almost guarantee that like Axnew's gonna get featured some way, even if it's like a raid exclusive thing in Gophus. Especially because like they're gonna need a new dragon to take the rings off Gibble, which I don't, I just, I feel, while I'm talking about this, unpopular opinion, I don't think Axnew can replace Gibble. It's a story for another time, but the summary is, Axnew is technically rarer than Gibble, so it could replace it on a rarity level. I agree with that. But in terms of a value level, I don't think Axnew could be as valuable as Gibble. There's just way too many other dragon types, Dragon types that are more common and better than Axnew and family. So, rarity is literally the only thing they got going for them. So yeah, let's just focus on the Gen 5 fossils and save Axnew for another day. It's my hot take. And also, like, Shiny Time, no, I'm not saying that Shiny Time is going to happen, but it would be something that makes me happy. And that's the boring part of speculation. What makes me happy, even more so than what's viable to bring. And Kells, we're probably going to see like a Kells Pokemon or two. Maybe we'll get Shiny Gumi, maybe we'll get a few new Kells. But I just feel like we don't have enough of them to actually speculate. That does remind me, Galarian Mr. Mine is a Pokemon that's only been released for one paid ticketed event at a good chunk, not as many as you would think, but a chunk of the community just had zero interest in paying for that. And everything comes around eventually. Not saying like you have to make it wild spawns crazy, but you could either like make it something tied to the Go Fest special research, 
You can make it a raid exclusive to GoFest. I just feel like they're gonna... They've been confident letting us, assuring us that everything comes back eventually. And Galarian Mr. Mind is the only thing I can think of that they really haven't br brought back. Maybe there's like a couple shinies that they brought for one thing and haven't brought back since. But in terms of just raw Pokemon, Mr. Rhyme is that one thing that's kind of still a hold up. And so as the speculation approaches an hour, I guess it's not quite a scenario where I have zero way to speculate on what could be in the gold fest. But I just don't know. There's something... Maybe it's just because we don't know anything about it yet. But there's just something that's keeping me from getting to the hype levels that I really want to for this go fest. But I threw my predictions. I threw my dreams. I rambled way longer than I thought I would about it. I say that as a podcast. That's definitely a good editorial in of itself. I don't know what it is. There's just something in my gut that's trying to keep me from being excited about GoFest. A fear that I won't be able to enjoy it for whatever reason. But there must be something I enjoyed about it. Something at least fun about speculating about it that I was able to ramble on for a whole hour about. And I'm actually, it's pretty hot out and I've just like closed all the fans and windows to try to do that. Plus like there's other things I was supposed to do like half an hour ago that I haven't really got around to. So I think I'm going to call it here. Thank you all for tuning in for another edition of the Pokemon Go Fireside Chat. Sorry, but no update on when this is going to be a weekly thing yet. Still needed a little more time. <laughs> I wasn't even planning on doing this this week. But I figured if I'm going to speculate on GoFest, now would be a good time to do so before information comes out. When I think about it, I am kind of due for another Game & Chill sometime soon, so maybe I'll hold off on that until I got a better idea what to do with the podcast going forward. This is all a hobby first and foremost, so things will be ready when they're ready. Right now I'm just focusing a lot on getting the YouTube content, getting enough of a backlog of that to be consistent. So until we meet again, take care.